Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. And what's the deal with airline food? What's the deal with airline food? What's the deal with Wampler pedals? Um, all right, this episode is brought to you by Electromotive Sound Co. Go to electromotivesound.com. Check out the Clone V3. That is their that's their staple right now. That's the the thing that he's you know really pushing out. Um, and speaking of pushing out, uh, also shout out to our patron supporters who are, who are pushing out stuff too. I guess I don't know. We haven't read a list of the patron supporters in a while, have we? No. Mm-hmm. I I'm so just not feeling like today that I'm I, like you. You're like a list, and I was just like nah. Like fuck that! I don't want to read a list. Oh, I wasn't I, suggesting you read the list. Oh, okay. Just that we have one. Well, I, I was I was pulling it up. What if I just get a tattoo with all the patron supporters' names? I mean, if you want to pay for that, that's like your no. money. No, <laughs> I was just kidding. I I I yeah. I, I'd like to use the Patreon money at some point to hit a point where like my Pro Tools subscription is paid for. That's like a good goal. That is a good goal. Yeah. All right. Well, which has forty of, bucks a month technically almost would cover it if I claim yeah. that. But um, we have ten patrons right now. Did you know that? I I didn't know we had that many. Yeah. I'm I know. We, to, uh, oh, oh, here it is. I've got a list. Um, read it to me, Daddy. Oh shoot! I messed it up. <laughs> um, you got stage fright. No, I went to like the payouts list. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, not the real list. So, like, why don't you just kind of keep talking just for another second of, like, what's your, so, new, what, your what's new? And then we'll interstitially stitch in. So, what's new for me? I got a Fender hat because I went to Guitar Center. And me <laughs> being the guy, I was like, well, I own more Gibsons than I own Fender, so I should probably get a Gibson hat. I was like, but I like the look of the Fender one. And then I asked the guy that worked there. I was like, which one should I get? And he's like, well, I prefer Fenders over Gibsons. And I was like, we're not getting anywhere, bud, because like I'm, I, I understand that I need. It. So then I just took pictures and sent it to the girlfriend, and she told me which one to buy. Hmm. So, because she yeah. was like, that one looks better. So I've had a hundred dollar gift certificate to Sweetwater. Yeah. Yeah. For and how long? A, a bit of time. Because like a hundred bucks at Sweetwater that's i mean that's like that kind of it it doesn't entirely pay for anything you know what it does it it gets the pedal that's out of blow money pedal or blow money level and puts it into blow money level like it gets it from out of that level and puts it in there yeah but doesn't they don't carry chase bliss so (laughs) i'm not getting a mark ii um yeah uh somebody showed up with a mark ii to band rehearsal a few weeks back and i was like oh that's so cool Wait, which one's the Mark II? What? That's the what? preamp with the automated faders. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like, yeah, the faders. My buddy Andrew had one at one point. Oh, my gosh. Oh, there it is. There it is. So we've actually had 18 Patreons over various points. Have, is that crazy or what? We've lost eight people. Or they've changed their levels. So um, special oh, thanks okay. go out to Nikki Lay, Josh Fitzgerald, Will LaHue, Tony DeGraw, Philip Carter, The 40 Watt Podcast, Matthew Fenslaw, Tom Kelly, 
Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks Power uh, podcast, Ben Fair of Electromotive Effects, and Jason Fuzzbunker. Yes. <gasps> and all right, all right, Han, thank you as well. Support us in spirit. He protects us. Uh-oh. And then, so that also includes, you know, people ranging from our little loopers, $1 program where you just get the episodes early and uh, get the, the Patreon episode. And then the $5 tier, which is the chat room tier. And yeah. actually, we do have one at the God Bless America tier where Diaz allegedly will send you a handwritten letter, but... I do need to do that. <laughs> we'll be reminded about it for six months on a weekly basis and it won't happen. Yeah. Why? Because Diaz doesn't know how to write a letter. Th that's probably true which do, which side does the stamp go on diaz left or right right the top top left is the return address center is to where it's arriving and the top right is where you put the uh stamps there you go when was the last time you sent a letter and do you have stamps in your no. household right now no, I have stamps at my office, though, but that's because we mail stuff from the office. But the last time I've written a letter and mailed it to someone, could not tell you. Mm -hmm. I honestly could not tell you. I mean, I've I've sent packages, and that's about it. No letters. Yeah, I feel like I send more packages than I've ever had in my life in the last yeah. couple of years. But, yeah. I, I've, I've definitely sent more packages in my life than I've sent letters. Mm, yeah, at this point, that's probably true. 100 percent it's gotta be when you got married did you have a small ceremony yes okay yeah because that would be like the one event where i think you still would mail something would be that I mean, or a child announcement i yeah because i don't mail out like you don't christmas do christmas cards, cards you know? no i don't either no. um I keep joking that i'm going to take a picture with me and all my guitars and send a from my family or to yours but It'd be hilarious if you only sent it to your guitar friends. Yeah, I have the photo would, for it. That would um, be that would be phenomenal. It, I posted it for um, uh, Valentine's Day last year, <sighs> where it was like everyone's posting a picture of their one true love, and so I, I felt I should too. And it's me sitting there with like my PRS and something else. I I did do <clears> something <throat> kind of rednecky this week. What'd you do? I got it for my what's new, my birthday present. I wanted NASCAR Heat Five. I wanted to, I literally just wanted to be able to race people online. <laughs> That's a game. Yes, it is a game. Okay. Yes. So I have a copy to Starfield. I'm hearing yeah, this I, game's insane. Um, it came with my I, graphics card, and I haven't downloaded it and installed. I are. It. I haven't downloaded. I haven't played it yet. I've been playing NASCAR. Yeah, I'm still playing Tears of the Kingdom. I'm just like. I'm 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 in the stupid part of grinding where I'm trying to finish the last like couple armors before I go fight calamity or whatever the bad guy's called. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm at like ninety five percent completed with the game, other than like all the Korok seeds, but I'm Dude, still I like refusing to finish the storyline. And I don't remember anything about the storyline at this point because it's been do, months. Do you want to know the storyline for my game? Fast and left. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Fast and left. Just a little shake. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh my gosh i wish i wish i could like um have the, the lucky clown liquor car did i ever <laughs> tell you that i saw that in person no in in at, at, at uh charlotte motor speedway or whatever it's called now or lowe's motor speedway um 
I went there uh, and we did a tour of it. And we went actually, we went around the track in a fucking van doing like 90 miles an hour. Um, but it was right after they had filmed Talladega Nights and it had been released. They still had the Lucky um, Liquor Car at Lowe's Motor Speedway. Love that. And I saw it in person. I was like, that's actually really cool. I feel like games, people would like, you know how you can make custom skins and stuff? I'm, I, I feel like someone would have made that. No? I need my coat. You need your... Oh, my gosh. Scott, talk to the people real quick. I got a toddler bossing me around. Well, I got something new this week. All I right, got, well, tell, tell them. Don't tell me. I got the Carmen Line uh, delay pedal from Hungry Robot. I uh, got it direct. Because um, one reason, one reason only, I actually don't really know entirely what it does, but it has a joystick on it um, for spaceship noises. And I just can't wait to mess with it and make all the whooshy, whooshy noises. I will say this. Um, I think I got a B-Stock one, but I got, I a, I got a good deal on it. It was it was direct from Hungry Robot. And oh, nice. It's got a few little, like, finished things. And, like, the knobs are kind of tarnished. Or, sorry, not the knobs. The switches are kind of, like, corroded already on the tops of them. Like, there's a little yeah. bit of corrosion, which... I don't know if that's just like, you know how like some pedals, some pedal companies are like, I make the most pristine thing ever. And other guys are like, it's a box of parts. I don't care. Check this right. out. Um, I don't know which camp Hungry Robot fits into because like, I know other brands, I'm not going to name names because like some people get really particular about that and mm -hmm. others don't. So yeah, I don't know. But anyway, I got it. I'd love, I, I just, I'd be messing with the joystick so much. It's cool. Uh, it's so cool looking. I, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that. And then uh, my other piece of news is I'm seeing Switchfoot on Wednesday. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Now that Drew Shirley's out of the band, my curse on them has ended. So <laughs> I told you that story. Like I swore off Switchfoot when Drew Shirley cut me in line for tacos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. And it was uh, Andy Kim from Sinusoid that did it with him. And I was standing there with John Snyder of Creation Pedal Boards hanging out. We we're like, that's oh. not cool. And guess who are both still in operation? Us. Oh. Guess who's what? not? <laughs> Damn. Golly. Not saying I did it. Not saying I did it. But it is a funny coincidence, isn't would it? You, would you say when that happened, it was a beautiful letdown? <laughs> we were meant to live for so much more, Diaz. We lost ourselves. Uh, yeah, and then and he stepped right in front of you. He's like, I dare you to move. <laughs> I'm, more than, I'm more than fine. Oh, my gosh. I, so, and yeah, I've, I've just been listening to Switchfoot Records like crazy lately. Just kind of getting hyped for it. Scott got really sad. He looked at the stars. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, All right. Let's learn to breathe. And uh, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Find a new way to be human. Well, I have to use the bathroom. I'm on fire. Okay. Never mind. I'm oh. sorry. All right. <laughs> All right. So now that we've wasted everybody's time for a good 16 minutes or so. Yes. Want to dive into some news? Yeah, we've got quite a bit of it because we decided <laughs> we were we we're like, okay, we're gonna do it every other week, you know, and uh -huh. and uh -huh. then and then the week we're supposed to record, 
Um, Scott threw a temper tantrum mid-recording, and we deleted the episode. Um, well, I wasn't going mean, to... No, it's me. It's, I've, been, I've been having computer problems, and you can hear it in our episodes. Like, we were Scott. having the glitching audio thing. Yeah. You probably heard in the last couple episodes. Haven't been able to really fix it. So last episode, we tried recording on my laptop. That had a ton of glitching issues. And now I think I've sort of isolated some of the issues because it's running really stable today, which is good. I well, I was going to say, I wouldn't say Scott threw a tipper tantrum. Scott just knew if we kept going. My tank was empty. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's pretty much it. Listen, there's been a few times where we've been like recording on a Monday and Scott can like read me and it's just like, do you want to do this tomorrow? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, just, and then and and I, I, I didn't I've hear from Scott. Weeks too, so. I, I didn't hear from Scott and I was like, I'm not going to push it. And I was like, so then, then I was just like, yeah, I was it yesterday. I was like, do you want to try for this week again? Or so. So yeah. we're going to have a, a crap ton of news this week. If we yes. call time at some point in this week, it will roll into, I guess we're doing an episode next week. Yeah. You're still getting your two a month. Yeah. That's, that's all that really matters. All right. Um, first on the list. Uh, oh, my gosh. KHDK Electronics launches the Mad Monarch. So this is a signature pedal. For Gary for, Holt. Yeah. Do you know who Gary Holt is? Exodus. There you go. And? Slayer. There you go. Yeah. Did you know that just by reading the first top line? Uh-huh. Cool. Um, <laughs> I, I, You know what? If that's your thing, I, the artwork is very interesting. Very cool. I, it's black I and it's, white. I, uh, that's blue, dude. That's purple. Is it really? I Okay, so it could be. Yeah, it's purple. That is definitely purple. Okay. Sorry, I'm. Well, apparently, I can't see colors. Okay, I, it looks better in the picture. Hey Diaz, tell me what number is in this circle of dots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a square. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> All right. Um. So two hundred fifty bucks comes with a signed COA, which is pretty cool. So I'm that, guessing it's limited. Yeah, it's probably yeah. long sold at this point, but. Oh um, yeah. I'm trying. No, you can still add to cart. So there's an amp side and a drive section. Uh, so it's a preamp and drive kind of put together uh, mm. for dual cascading things. Um, apparently, the LEDs make an upside down cross, but I'm not seeing where that happens. Hail Stan. Uh, there's no f shot of it turned on, but um, anyway yeah i mean it's it's still in stock got so. mid boost knob on it um so i bet you it gets crazy crunchy and it's for driving a marshall yeah all right well that's cool and not not really gonna be my cup of tea but but i mean a dual drive at 250 is not that bad yeah. um they are on pre-order so um yeah go ahead and uh go take a look there's also there is two internal switches on the thing one for an output level switch um for instrument level or up um it actually can act as a standalone preamp that's actually pretty cool so you can like just cascade it into like a slaved uh um amp and just kind of run it that way um 
and then uh, there's the OD tone internal switch, uh, which has a flat response and um, up brings the twisted glory of tone control where the tone on your D pedal is on maximum. Maximum tone. So anyway. Yeah. Okay. So if that's your vibe, that that's your vibe. And I bet you that's a good pedal for you. I wonder if the... Uh, do you, do you think Jason listens to a lot of Slayer and Exodus? Uh, I don't know if he currently does, but I bet you he did when he was younger. Yeah. Huh. Do you think current Slayer like, Slayer fans like listen to their new stuff? Like, you know how like you go to a band and they play their new album, and I'm just like, play your old, just play the hits, man, just play the hits. Yeah. Like I don't know. I mean, I can't name more than one Slayer song but raining blood yep that's the only one i know and that's the only part i like once it starts going i'm just like okay this is a little... yeah okay um next on the list it's actually something i'm kind of interested like uh, this is cool um so boss has introduced their first new uh noise suppressor in 35 years the NS1X. So this uses multi-dimensional processing, apparently, MDP. Long story short, it's probably a multi-band uh, noise comp. So it's, it's, yeah. it's catching up with, frankly, the times. I mean, mm -hmm. the NS2 came out in 1987, uh, which is the same year I came out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, um, yeah, that, that's, it's been a while. Um, and to be honest with you, the NS2 hasn't been relevant. I don't think it's been as relevant because it's basically like the decimator has kind of been the flagship um, noise control or noise gate on the market. And then, there, you know, there's a few other good ones. The TC Century is pretty solid. There's some cheapos. But the NS2 has kind of fallen off. Um, a lot of people didn't fully know how to use it and they don't know how to, it was one of the first ones with a loop properly. So this new, this new one comes with a loop as well, but adds some new features. Like one of the things I love seeing is a gain meter. Yeah, that was all right. First of all, that's right up there with the faders and sliders. Oh, cool. you love, you love color changing indicator lights. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah that's like that's any pedal that like reacts to the sound like you know um mm -hmm. like uh, the plasma coil oh i love seeing that thing work like yeah. like 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 stuff like that i'm sorry the little little novel i mean this isn't novelty because it actually i mean i guess it kind of is i mean no it's you need a, a something like that with a gain device like this okay i you, mean you need to be that that visual feedback is fantastic for helping you dial it in correctly Right. Whereas okay, before, so, when when it was just three knobs mm -hmm. with a clip light, like it wasn't really helpful. Yeah. I mean, it was helpful, but like you probably weren't setting your thresholds correctly, and you were you weren't setting it very well. This, this is will let you dial it in. Yeah. So I'm like this. I mean, but it's it's up there with like cool little shit where I'm like, oh, that's fun as heck. Kind of like how some people like seeing like the tubes and pedals that light up, which most of the time it's not yeah. really the tube lighting up; it's an LED hitting it, but. Like, yeah, if, if that's the thing that like you think is cool, this is up there on like I like the yeah. anything with a meter. I, I well, so noise gates, compressors mm -hmm. are the two that are 
need the, an indicator light like this. Like the Kelly 76, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, actually changes color in the LED. Mm, I did not so know that. Big, that big jewel will change color depending on how you're setting it up. Oh, wow. Um, at 199 Not horrible. It actually is pretty reasonably <clears throat> placed in the market. Not horrible. I mean, and honestly, here's the thing, though. The NS2 has been used for so long. And it was, and it sounded, I mean, and it did good when people were still using it wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, half the time, people weren't even using it the way it was intended to. That's super, super true. Um, it adds the fourth knob, with let, which lets you change modes. So there, we mentioned the multi-dimensional processing gate. Um, usually that is a smart gate, so you kind of let it listen to ambient noise. And it will learn, it will, instead of doing a flat threshold, like, all right, mm-hmm. if a bass note and a high frequency note cross that line, it's over, like the gate opens. Whereas uh, multi dimensional or whatever marketing term you want to use for it um, can read what, what band it's in and should it open the gate for that band or not. And the reason we're familiar with that is because you're listening to a podcast that uses that right now, because that's how I do the noise gate on this episode. Yeah, because whenever we get quiet for too long, Scott's like, oh, you got to talk for a little bit. That's something different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the automatic gain control that you have on um, uh, okay. on your mic where it will, if you're getting mm. quiet or you're getting loud, it, it normalizes you out. Yeah, okay. So when you're not making sound, it starts boosting it up and boosting it up and boosting it up. That, Boost. Something else is just like, I, I actually have recorded your normal background noise level where like your air conditioner's running and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And so it shuts it off. Hmm. And the dog, does it shut the dog off? No, it does not shut the dog off, unfortunately. Han, Han, you're going to have to work on this. So anyway, we, don't have a, we, have a, we don't have a tool for you yet. So anyway, it's it's this is coming in kind of mid-market. It's cheaper than the high-end decimator. It's more expensive than the TC Century. So we'll definitely, I will leave it to, you know, the you know, the um, fluffs of the world, people like that who are going to talk about the speed of the gate, you know, and how that matters yeah. for the high gain folks. Um, Cause I'm oh, not, yeah. <laughs> it's not my market. I'm sorry. Um, no. But anyway. Yeah. All right. Next on the list, the Vertigo Tremolo from Source Audio. Yeah. I don't think we've talked about Source Audio in a while, have we? No, because like they really haven't come out with anything, and this is kind of weird because you know them as multi- big multi-effect guys, don't you? Right. This is and the artwork is totally different from anything I've ever seen from them. Yeah. Um. Oh, so it's a special edition. Okay. Oh, that's the Mission of Burma special edition. Do we want to talk about this? Uh, it's a special edition, unique paint yeah. drive, paint paint scheme. It's a it's a pretty pedal. It it's a a fence, a chain link fence. There's a bird and some With leaves and flowers. Leaves and flowers. Yeah. I don't know. The music. Um, well, this ad just scared me because a hand came across it, and I wasn't expecting that. Sorry. Do you not use an ad blocker? No, we've been through this. Mm-hmm. I like ads. Okay. Um, 
No, leave the ads in. I like okay. it. Okay. 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 Um, anyway, 249. Um, it was exclusive through the Music Emporium. Um, and they're sold out. Yeah. You heard, well, you just heard how excited we were about that. Moving on. Yeah. Rin and Cuff makes a stunning big box version of its IC78 fuzz pedal for Siamese Dreamers and op amp muv freaks. So it looks like an actual EHX big box. Yeah, so the IC78 is their op amp muff. And yeah. they, they it's been in production for a while. Ren and Cuff does fantastic big muff clones of all <laughs> the different variants. This is in the big muff enclosure size. It's still not the art, but it's kind of a play on the Electro Harmonics look. Oh, you look at it and you know exactly what they're going for. Yeah. So if you're, you know, if you're of that belief that a bigger box makes a difference uh, for how it sounds, this is available. Hold your breath, TS. Yeah. $324. So it's for nostalgia and fuzz freaks and collectors. It's not for the average user and it's fine. This is also for people who like pink pedals because that's like my favorite part about it is the pink and the silver yeah because like a red a regular ic78 is 200 dollars new i'm guessing this is going to be limited oh these are not limited edition no but they are sold out already yeah they're going to be done in small batches at, at a time yeah anyhow let's keep moving um, all right, this next pedal uh, can be owned by anyone in the world except for Josh Scott. He got so, released on the JHS show kind of as a, uh, a, ha-ha. a ha-ha at him. I think it was planned, but, you know, anyway. Um, so Poison Noises has really had a come up from the JHS show, too. So it's kind of fun <laughs> to see how they've played off of them because it's the the crook. Yep. Is there, like really big breakout pedal um that has helped them um the pedal is a perfect blend of wild op amp fuzz and creamy overdrive that josh will never know with independent gain controls for the fuzz and overdrive as they're both fed in parallel the blend control enables anyone except josh to dial in the perfect amount of each effect um and i don't you they're available directly through poison noises um they did an initial batch of 100 petals which is sold out uh (coughs) but there will be uh longer ones i think october 14th there oh is the end of their ordering window um and it's 180 dollars yeah i mean Op amp, we, we just said, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I said it explicitly. Op amp fuzz is actually one of my favorite fuzzes. I, it's mm-hmm. my favorite big muff is the op amp yeah. one. Um, and uh, yeah, having that in parallel with overdrive could probably help clean it up a little bit or give some clarity there. So it could be a really cool sound. I need to look at some demos of it. Yeah. Also, I mean, not crazy expensive for a boutique pedal. So No, it's not. It's it's funny. I like it. I thought it was really great, but yeah. But like, if you if you have it, keep the box, because you know you need to rub that extra into Josh Scott. Yeah, didn't we already talk about this next thing? Uh, 
so here's the thing with new x mm-hmm. all their crap looks the same and i can never remember which one it is yeah this is a guitar processor this has i don't know guitar just... world is not loading for me so um yeah i'm pretty sure we talked about this i don't know when exactly it got released but um we talked about something similar maybe it wasn't is this, this just the review it could be could be all right it's a multi-effects bam you just got tritented you just got tri-tipped all right um so something we've already speaking of things we've already talked about before uh wampler has actually re brought back some of its pedals that have been out of print for a little while so the tweed 57 the black 65 amp in a box pedals are back for a limited time only you know what that's the smartest fucking thing ever is for them to do a limited time because all these people so this is those two pedals are one of those when they when they were out Mm -hmm. there wasn't I mean, they were like they were popular, but the they, demand just wasn't really there. They so they, they were a while ago. Like I mean, remember like before we were doing our show, right? Like years and years ago was the amp in the box era. Yeah, and we of, got past the, that. And yeah, it oversaturated and cut, sales fell off, and they kind of just went away. Well, the amp in the box almost, I feel like th- those style pedals started really getting the hit whenever you had the actual, like, um, like, oh my gosh, like the liver, like uh, the, the ones that can actually run direct. Since these don't run direct. No, but that's not what these are for. I understand. It's to color your tone to sound like that. It, well, these are preamps. They're okay. not really amps, right? They're they're preamps, and so they replicate the preamp circuit of well, the yeah. way a Fender amp breaks up. No, no, it, yeah, yeah, I understand that, but I'm saying I feel like when a lot a lot of people like whenever you started getting the um, iridium and stuff like that, you yeah. had the actual, and you didn't have to do the preamp because you had like the amp thing going on. But yeah, I think that, I think once pedals were able to start doing an IR loader, that definitely brought in the next era of those. Right. And to be but, honest with you, I kind of wonder: are we can are we getting to the end of that era or not? Yeah, we're getting there for two reasons. Uh, One, the to- we have Tonex now, <gasps> so you have a single pedal modeler, you know, replicator. Mm-hmm. And two, um, you're watching the bottom fall out of it. So uh, yes, the Iridium was four hundred or five hundred dollars when it first came out, and now yeah. you're starting to see used ones drop in price. UA came too late to the party and it kind of shows with the Ruby and all that. Yeah. Cause they're, they're dropping those new prices on those already to try yeah. to get them out. And yeah. so you can kind of see, well, part of it is they're late to the party. The other part of it is, um, just in the, the gear world in general, the musical, the music has stopped in the musical chairs, you know, like, like, uh, sales have dropped off the dropped off a cliff for everybody. So you're going to see more and more sales. Particularly, I think this is going to be one of the best Black Fridays in a while. Yeah, you I'm calling, think? I, oh, I'm calling that now. Yeah, I do. Like um, ridiculous. Well, I think you're gonna you're gonna see it go from ten to fifteen percent off. Um, you might so like see 30? twenty. You might see twenty to twenty five. Thirty would be a stretch. Okay. But 
you will definitely i think we will definitely see some people hitting 20 percent off this year okay so just perspective there um and then the other the other one i would say is the part of the bottom falling out is how quickly tc electronic came out with a second batch of their amp uh, line and how yeah. cheap those are yeah so the bottom's falling out that's that's simply where i'd say um but you know as wampler said hey we're not going to build these for a while but they still own the rights to everything and they already have all the r&d done so why not do a production run once the pro- product starts drying out well and the i mean the limited edition smart just because there's a lot of people who are pining for these things but yeah honest but there was just there was a long time like when the used market was saturated and they would not sell mm-hmm. so it's one of those yeah everyone was pining for them but did they actually do they really want them or do they just want them available if in case they want to buy them well and so the other part i would say is i believe i saw something somewhere else um with it was either wampler on his youtube channel or an article somewhere where it was like you're misusing these things here's how to properly use them yeah and so i think they're trying to do a little bit of what happened with uh the metal zone revitalization that happened a few years back yeah not to say that, like there's going to be a, a Waza version of these coming out anytime soon, which is kind of what Boss was doing. They're trying to generate hype for the Metal Zone again. But what if he what if he did a dual pedal that had both in it? <laughs> Wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, these are top mounted jacks, so you could just them right together anyway. But call anyway. it the, fin- the Fender Bender. Oh, well, the Fender Blender is already a pedal, so. Uh, well, but the fender bender because they're backed up to each other. They're right into each other. Yeah. All right. So. Speaking of two pedals in a one, I think this oh. is a good this is a good transition. Uh, Keeley Electronics Electronics just came out with the Noble Screamer Overdrive and Boost. Yes. <laughs> a four so, in one pedal. Believe it or not. Quattro in Uno. So you've got bits and pieces that you can mix and match between the ODR one and Tube Screamer flavors. All right. First of all, can we just say how clean this looks? It is one of the best looking tube screamer clones I've ever seen. This is this is like just gorgeous. So it is a matte black, a flat black, green knobs, and then a nice green logo in Noble Screamer, and then all the lettering is in white. Like this is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So you can swap the drive sections and the tone sections between the two pedals. Yeah. Uh, so like bo- you- both have their own toggle knob set. That's how you get the four combos. Um, and yeah, three knobs. Uh, I believe there's something funny you can do with, cause there is a buffer or true bypass option in it. Hmm. And it's something to do with holding down the foot switch. Two hundred dollars. This, oh. yeah, two hundred bucks. Th- th- it looks phenomenal. And honestly, I, have you ever had a Keeley drive before? I don't think I really have. I had the Keeley nineteen sixty two, and that thing was amazing. Or nineteen sixty four. One of I can't remember. Sixty two. Um. Oh, you're getting more pizza? All right, have fun. Hey, everyone. The toddler's uh, letting us know she's getting more pizza. I still love that she calls you Diaz. Bye, teacher. Um, bye, sweetheart. 
she calls me teacher. She watches this show where some, there's a teacher in there, and so. But yeah, she does call Is me. She going to school next year. Next year. Okay. Next year. She she just missed the age cut, and we're still getting potty training done. I mean, so, it's fair. I mean, you barely mastered it. I, I mean, listen. The easiest, the best thing with the boys was it was just like once you got one, the other ones just followed. Yeah, they just want to replicate what the other ones are doing, right? Right. Yeah. So, and all she has to watch is the dog. <laughs> so what you need is a cat. <laughs> no, we've got a cat. And that's why we have to tell the toddler to get out of the litter box. <laughs> so, all right, let's go. Get, we get back on it. Um, so 200 bucks, I, I want to play with one. Oh, I'm, I'm There's a place nearby that usually carries keely pedals and i want to check it out guitar center carries keely doesn't it um oh they might i'm i just went to guitar center the other day when i bought my hat there you go so all right are we done with pedals we got one left so the last one is crazy tube circuits has the sidekick junior modulation delay and reverb combo pedal oh whoa you know what this does kind of remind me of Hold on. Do you Hold remember on. a a few other multi-effect? This kind of reminds me of uh, a JHS pedal from back in the day that got canceled. No. No? The VCR? Oh. Oh. Yeah. This one has a lot more going on to it, though. But yeah. Similar vibe. Um, no, it didn't get canceled. It just got rebranded, didn't it? I don't remember what it got rebranded as. It, it did. It got rebranded um, as uh, like the Space Invader thing. Oh yeah. Okay. And then the uh, who he had uh, the preamp through was it Walrus? I think it was Walrus. Yeah. And they changed that to like, yeah. I he's still touring. He just came to Knoxville. Not there was a Benson amp that was supposed to be with him too, if I remember right. Uh huh. With like a Chase Bliss circuit in it i don't know all right i'm not going to implicate anyone else let's let's right. talk about this so this <laughs> um this is just a smaller version of a bigger pedal that they released in 2019 I believe so so in a in a single size pedal uh, i believe there <laughs> is an option for a tap tempo yeah uh, module that has a similar colorway on it that they they're also offering uh what this do is... the two different foot switches do i can't i can't squint that hard okay um hold on there's the reaver oh, zoom what's uh there's delay and then reverb okay uh the chorus is there are three actual modulation modes in it, which is an upgrade from the original, which only had two. Um, so there's an ensemble, a dimension algorithm, and a flanger mode. I'll let you guess what ensemble and dimension are referring to. Boss pedals. There you go. Um, the delay section has two algorithms. So there's a tape echo with digital delay inspired by the 80s rack units. Um, the reverb section has plate spring and hall and bank a, um, and then also has a gated exciter, 
um, and, and an octave up shimmer. This is seriously complete. Um, yeah, there's a lot going it on. It got in rid this. of the speaker sim DI and headphone output, which is the larger Sidekick had. Um, oh, uh, the extra the XT foot switch is actually to turn the modulation section on and off. Hmm. Um, whereas I believe it's always on. Otherwise, um, it is two hundred eighty nine euros. I don't know what that is in freedom dollars. I'm looking that up, but it's going to be expensive. Yeah, it's going to be what, 320 bucks, 350. Yeah, not the cheapest thing. I don't know. Did you get that conversion? 306 yet, as of today. Uh, 300 as of today. All right. Well, you know, currencies fluctuate. Yeah. Hold on. Dog, what are you doing? Come here. <laughs> All right, I say we, um, just for the sake of time and next week's episode, let's hit the electric guitars and then we'll then we'll wrap it up. Okay, yeah, yes, yes, sign me up. All right, Fender. Got some semi-hollow going on. They've got the uh, Sawanatelli Strat and Jazz Bass Line Limited Edition Strat. Of, so it is... Um, it's from the Alpine Valley Spruce. Which is where yeah. Stradivari allegedly got his uh, violin wood from. Oh. And they come with a violin burst finish. A nice little F hole. I still think, I think the Tele is the only one that looks right. I I like them all. I love the Strat. I'm sorry. I love Strat, the Strat. You, you like a Strat with uh, an F hole? Uh, yeah. Because Kenny a Wayne. Pink, a, a pink one. Yeah. Okay, so, you, so you know what's interesting about these is they actually have some interesting features. There's a compound radius fretboards on the Strat. Um, and they have some custom design pickups. None of them have fret markers, which is I, I love it. That, that does look really clean. Um, I, I, I'm not mad about these or you know even the price i'm not even mad about the price at three grand um no i mean I, I, they are from the american made and sort of are these technically custom yeah. shop models i don't know if they're technically custom shop but they're definitely no they're just limited edition but they're so they're not custom shop but still three grand's not horrible for this i think i like the head i okay how do you feel about a uh burst on a headstock love it I think it look these look classy and clean. I think they do too. They don't look like they don't just they don't look too extra. Yeah, I I love it. I think they did a phenomenal job with this. So it's rare that we're so complimentary of expensive fenders. Yeah, I mean honestly, you know, most of the time when you're getting fenders over the twenty two hundred dollar mark is when you're really starting to think about it. But like these look good. They look great enough. Hmm. In my opinion. Now, oh, our next item is also a Fender item, but it's from the Japanese factory and also a limited edition. Do you feel the same way here? Um. All right. So these are, are these are Mustangs. These are hardtail jazz masters oh, jazz with masters. humbuckers. Okay. So if you really think oh. about it, it's a Fender's version of what Fano has been doing. Yeah. Um, and when I say Fano, I include Novo in that grouping. I'm Dennis Fano, the man. 
I don't have a problem with these. I like the look of them. I mean, the price you're sitting at a right what a thousand dollars? Isn't this technically a tornado? I don't know the rules. Okay. Because you know how, like, I got really uppity one time where I'm like, if it doesn't have Jazzmaster pickups and a vibrato, it's not a Jazzmaster. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, I still kind of have feelings about that. Hey, you're gonna double down on it? Uh, no, I'm not. But at a thousand dollars, I might double. I might double down on one of these. That's a phenomenal price for this. Fin. I'm sorry. Made in Japan fenders are. I've n I've never played one and not liked it. Not almost loved it. Yeah, I mean, I have one. Um, I still have a Made in Japan uh, Fender. Which one? My Jazzmaster. Okay, yeah. Um, technically, mine's a CIJ, I believe. Crafted okay. in Japan, so Made in Japan. So a thousand bucks, I think these are a, a, an easy sell for a lot of people. Um, mm -hmm. Even if they were made out of the, uh, the, the Mexican factory, I could see people jumping on these, especially at that price point. Um, I don't know. I think what will happen for people is they'll start balking when they see $150, $200 shipping out of Japan no. to get one of these. Yeah. Um, which, what, what's your favorite color of these? Uh, I got to go with the teal green metallic. You know, they're good, but you know how much of a sucker I am for tort on sunburst. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't like it. I prefer the black, the tort on black first also looks good um i'd be curious how that tort would look on the on the blue oh that would look kind of yeah or even the green i think the tort would look good on green too i i, I think this is all around a great go, four, you know, four great colors yeah F good job fender again what what got into us we're suddenly here you know what let's uh let's revive some of your hate though um, yeah, this next, <laughs> this next this next this next segment is called uh, everything but the headstock. <laughs> no, I have other issues with it. Um, I don't like their pickguards either. I don't hate the pickguard. Yeah, too I, much I, going on. Too much going on. I like the pickguard. But anyway, um, for 2023, uh, D'Angelo Cole has the SS, DC, and Mini DC all being refreshed uh, with some new finishes. But to be honest with you, the finishes aren't that surprising, and I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't think they were the old finishes. They're bursts with with some grain mm -hmm. on them. So the SS um, has a flame grain on them now. The uh, I believe it's the DC has a black and a flamed burst as well. It's an iced tea burst on the mini DC. Still hate the headstock and tuners on these things. Just can't do it. Yeah. Uh, pricing still quite affordable on these guys, though. I mean, uh, nine hundred bucks. I mean, just give it a few months, and you can probably get it for uh, six fifty. <laughs> With a stupid deal of the day. Yep. Um, are are Epiphones of the similar nature getting into the same range right now? Yeah, I feel like Epiphones are a little cheaper in this range. Probably. I guess if you're comparing like a Sheridan to these. Yeah, except for, you know, my favorite part is just the fact that uh, the Epiphone ones don't have hideous fucking headstocks. Well, there's people who can't stand the look of an Epiphone headstock. That yeah, and those people own D'Angelico's and I know not to be on the same road as them when they're driving because apparently they can't see fucking <laughs> shit. 
Yeah, fair enough. Um, Tom, quit fucking around with the empty box. Well, in our final event of the day, uh, <laughs> EVH has launched the Frankenstein Relic series, calling it a civilian variant of Eddie's fra- famous uh, iconic Frankenstein strat. Sorry. Um, I mean, they really just should ship them out with uh, painter's tape. I mean, these are, it, for those not looking at them, they're basically the Frankenstrat from a parts perspective. Without the stripes. They, they are bare red, white, or black um, finishes, but they're still reliced. I, I like the white one. I think they all look fine. I mean, I yeah, I, I dig them. I frankly like them more than the Franken. This is great. I think this, I mean... Yeah, it doesn't have the stripes, which is not a bad thing, though. The the white and the black definitely look pretty, pretty cool. I, yeah, they all look I, great. I feel like it's it, it would allow you to have one and play one without everyone immediately going, oh, you must be a bit of even Halen fan. Yeah. But you still want that vibe. Um, and would, at $1,700, bucks, it's, a, it's, it's attainable. I like that white one a lot. I really do. I mean, you got all the things. You got the locking nut. You've got the you got the D tuna on the the low E string. The Floydy boy. You got a Floydy boy. You got the weird thing he did where he put the pickup, pickup selector in through. the middle slot, and then had the dummy pickup yep. in the neck. I wonder if it actually works though. <sighs> Sorry, I'm just in here staring at it. I, that white one. They, looks they like... actually call it a faithful dummy neck single coil. So <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Anyhow, so that's it. We're gonna call it a night. Oh my gosh, we are. And my audio card f- held up the entire episode. Well, and Diaz's internet didn't crap out. And. We had minimal child and dog invasions. This was this is like almost as good as an episode goes for us, Diaz. You know what? Stamp it. It's a success. Calling it. It's such a All low right. bar for us. Yeah. No, no, no one lost their shit. Way to go. Um, no one's I, lost their shit so far. Yeah, we still got a little bit left. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Go to uh, theeffectsloop.com. It's got links to all of our stuff, including our Facebook group, our email, our YouTube, our Patreon, which is also patreon.com slash the effects loop. Um, also in the show notes, there's a link to our sponsor, who is Electromotive Sound Co. Go check out their website, electromotivesound.com. Um, I didn't even, I'm not looking at the list. I was just kind of eyeballing, like just kind of going for it. Um, and I think I did okay. We have merch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do have merch. You can actually buy that. I wonder I'm, if they got anything really cool. Like <laughs> new added. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's the fun part is we have merch drops we don't know about because. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm going to go check it out. On Yeah, we're the, the give it a second. I want a hat. But not, I don't want a flat bill hat. Well, I was going to say, Rachel stole my effects loop t-shirt, so I don't have one anymore. Yeah, let's see. Accessories. We got, we got mugs, zip pouches, 
Do we have fanny packs? No. I mean, those are really hot right now, so it's just like... Accessory. I wish the bags, tote bag, laundry. Oh, there's a laundry bag? So many things. I think we had a shower curtain at one point. Yes, I was excited about the shower. <laughs> there's, a, there's a phone case. There's face masks. Home. There's fine, fine art prints. You can get a fine art print of our logo the old logo or the 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 second logo we did the second the second logo yeah okay there's a duvet no oh, yeah <laughs> like hey baby you want to come over i got a podcast um yeah anyways all right well so go on go, there you can also find- go to our Stringjoy affiliate link we also get cash if you buy, buy you can get it you can get a skateboard they have an, the effects loop skateboard. <laughs> How much is it? How much is it? 108 bucks. That's actually, I mean, I don't think that's a horrible price for a skateboard. You know, COVID infections are going up. If you choose to wear a cloth mask, there isn't one available yeah. with our logo on it so that you can tell people more than one thing about yourself by wearing one at one time. Um, I <sighs> yeah, there's a it, skateboard deck. They don't have hats. They've got us. Come on. There's a there's a bath mat. There's tapestries. Ooh, tapestries. Ooh, the tapestry. <laughs> the episode is just us shopping. Yeah, there's no hat. I think, ooh, the tapestries. It's the episode title now. So there's that. <laughs> yes. All right, type it out. All right, guys. Having said that, hey. um, have you noticed how yeah. cheap our t-shirts are? No. Um, they're thirteen dollars for just the regular one. Yeah. Wow. The tri blend is pretty expensive, but I'm gonna. I'm just gonna get a Carter's Toxtone one. <laughs> what's, his, right. what's his gaming channel called again? Uh, uh, the Squirrel thing. Squirrel, square squirrel. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, is is the effects loop just limited to t-shirts right now? No, you can get it on anything. Okay. You can get a tapestry. You can get a greeting card. You can get a beach towel. You can get a gift card. Ooh. All right, guys. Bye. See ya. What's a premium face mask? French Terry. <laughs> I thought it said French Tickler. <laughs> oh, it's on the back. Okay. Okay. 55 bucks for a sweatshirt. It's Ooh, not bad. A Sherpa blanket? What's a Sherpa blanket? We are, we are, we oh, are they do dot come in tall sizes. I'm going to. A fleece blanket? Because, I mean, that was, that was kind of the biggest problem. We T-shirt, which is why Rachel has it now, is I was mid range oh, Yes, it's this one. They got a bigger one. They got a five foot by six and a half. Or well, close It's six inch by eight inch. What's this? The which category are you? Fleece blanket. The Sherpa blanket. I don't know what Sherpa is. 
we got uh so i've had this microfiber blanket yeah that is just fantastic and i got an extra long one so like i can fully like yes. get all six seven of me under it um and uh <laughs> i was like i was we were watching i think we we're watching like 90 day cameras in here so, so it, was, it was probably that and like i was sitting there like, huh i don't have a bathrobe should i get one Rachel's like, yes, you should get one. And then we were looking at like his and her bathrobe, so I bought her a bathrobe too, because it was so cheap. Aww. And we we have matching microfiber. Um, I found like an extra tall guy one. Yeah. And it's so comfortable, but I'm like overheating. So, but like, you know, that's also my air conditioning set to like 73, 75, depending on how you gotta remember, in the north, we don't set our air conditioners as well. Because, like, we don't have 100 degree heat, we have 85 degree heat. So, we just use, we actually kind of embrace the summer a little bit, and we just use air conditioning to keep the edge No, If you think of that, right? We don't embrace shit. No, dude, I was in Texas. Welcome to the, welcome to the south. We were in Texas. No, I was in Texas last weekend, and, like, it was, like, 100 degrees out. You go in every, uh, you go in everywhere, and everyone's wearing hoodies because it's sixty degrees inside. Yeah. It's like it's sixty degrees outside here, and all of us are walking around in t-shirts. It's it's just how you're built. It, 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 it's it's so funny how like where you get acclimated to a certain yeah, or just just how. I think part of it is just because we have such a cold winter compared to you. Yeah. We sit there and go, no, I'm going to enjoy the heat. No. But it also doesn't get as hot. You know, like we only had one real week of like 90-something degree weather. Really? Yeah. And I got COVID in the middle of it. So like I was like, it oh was my not- gosh, it's so hot. I don't know what I'm doing with it. It was, 93 degrees. it was 92 degrees out like two days ago. Yeah, it was like 65 degrees ago. We are old, we're just talking about flooding. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna hop off here and figure out what I'm gonna do for dinner. So I went grocery shopping today and I really just wanna go pick some food. Don't feel like Yeah. I ate dinner before we recorded. I did not. I should've. Should've. Should've, could've, would've. All right, All right dude. But- I'll see you. Uh, we'll see you.